then the gizzies that kind of got into our lives, we, Ernie at the time was not happy mm-hmm. that I was going to church. Wow. He was not happy. He was very angry at me. And I told him, I said, this is something in my life. I don't think it's going to work yeah. if you're not on board because I'm, I'm, I'm different. Yeah. You know, I was different. I really was. Yeah. Welcome to Stories I Didn't Tell Last Sunday. I'm Doug McAllister for Journey Fellowship Church. And joining me today are two of my longtime friends, Ernie and Darlene Watson. And we're going to tell stories about their career in the Marines, how they met their kids, their grandkids, their love of travel, how they got saved, some personal victories they've won. So we got a lot of stories to tell. Let's start out by talking about your marriage and your kids. So how long have you guys been married? Uh, 44 years plus. Wow. 44 years. Man, that's so rare these days, you know, 44 years and counting. Yeah. You know, and how many kids do you have? Two. Right. Two lovely girls. And what's your girls' names? Amber is the oldest, and she has our three grandchildren. Right. And then Andrea, who's our youngest, but, I mean, she's... She's a baby, but she's not she's a baby. She's my baby, but yeah. she's, I don't know, 37? Eight. They'll be, they'll be 40 and 38 this yeah. in 23. Goodness. Oh, yeah. I stopped having. Oh, my goodness, right? At 31. So you guys have two daughters, three grandkids, been together 44 years. And I know you guys spent an entire hitch in the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. I know you guys retired, uh, but you've been all over the world. You know, you guys have had the privilege that most people dream about, and that is you live an exotic life all over the planet, and you got to (laughs) have two kids and and different parts of the country. Now, one of your girls was born on the West Coast. California. And the other Southern California and Virginia. Who was born on the West Coast? The oldest one. Okay. Got a blonde there. Oh, you got a a California girl. Got a California girl. (laughs) And then the baby was born in Richmond, Virginia. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So we were stationed there. Yeah. yeah, so let's talk a little bit about how you guys met. I know this is a really cool story. So, Ernie, you were already in the Marines. Yes. And you were stationed where? I was in, I was in uh, New River Air Station. In yeah. Jacksonville. In Jacksonville, which is where Camp Lejeune Base is. Yeah. But it's one of the support bases. So it wasn't in Camp Lejeune. You were nearby? It's the edge of it. It's yeah. right I mean, on the edge, like, 10 minutes. Oh, I see. Yeah, my brother-in-law was in Camp Lejeune. When I was a little boy, we went there to see him before he was getting deployed to Vietnam. So I got to visit Camp Lejeune when I was like maybe 10 or 12 years old. Yeah, so I got to see it. So that's where you were stationed, working in one of the support offices. Yes. And how did you guys meet? Because you weren't from North Carolina. No. What would no. you want to say, darling? I want to say that he was one of the last platoons to come out of boot camp yeah. that didn't go to Vietnam. He's oh, considered a Vietnam vet, oh my but he really didn't go to Vietnam oh because he was gosh. like... Just before we went. Yeah, yeah like the last platoon yeah. to come when out. did you come out of uh, boot camp? What year? 73. Wow, that was the end of the Vietnam yes. War. Wow. My brother-in-law was there in 73. So sure. we were probably there at the same time. No, because I wasn't there then. But you were. He was actually yeah. at, at, what was it, um, Paris Island. Oh, he's at Paris Island. No, at Paris Island for boot camp. For boot yeah. camp. But then you went right to... Then I went back to Paris Island for school. Yeah. Then I went to the New River Air Station. What year were you in Camp Lejeune area? 73 yeah. to 75. That's when we were there. And 77 to 80. And 85 to 90. Tonight. So you did three different stints there. 
Yeah. yeah. All right. So your first stint there, you were stationed and getting acclimated, and you were from Connecticut. So you are a Yankee, Yankee big time, and happy about it. Yeah. And both of you grew up, which is very unusual in the '60s and '70s. You grew up in single mom households. Yes. Yeah, my yes. dad passed away when I was two and a half. He took his life. Oh, and gosh, Ernie's gosh. dad just did, packed got, up and left. <laughs> just packed up and left. Never came back. Well, came back. That's a leather story. Oh, yeah, for yeah, yeah. he came back That'd be like part two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do this years days. later, like wow. years later, like so, when Ernie and yeah, I first met. I, I met my father when I was twenty-one for the first time. I was almost twenty-one. My. I was on my way from Camp Lejeune. Yeah. To Hawaii. Wow. When I met him, I had I had almost two weeks that I spent with him. Yeah. And got to talk to him. Yeah. Found out that he wasn't the monster that I was told that he was. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just know then, even though I didn't know God, yeah. I didn't know Jesus as my personal Savior. Yeah. I knew that that was the opportunity that he gave me to know my father wow. and not hate him for the rest of my life. Man, that's the grace of God. Uh, because when I left, there was a problem with my plane ticket, so mm-hmm. I got stuck in California for two weeks. Yeah. And my father passed away while I was in California. Oh, my gosh. Ernie. I met that was, him, he passed away. That was when I met Ernie, too, the same exact time. So Oof. I met his dad. Because when he came home wow. to see my family, because when we first met. Yeah. Um, well, you're going to tell that story in a minute, but go ahead. Yeah. yeah. When we first met, he came to Connecticut after, yeah. you know, like after yeah. the time and then met my mom and my sister, you know, my whole family. Yeah. And then I went with him to North Carolina, I mean, to Indiana, because that's yeah. where his family was from. Right. Well, actually, Kentucky, Indiana. but Kentucky. Indiana. Yeah. 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 Um, and then. While I was there, I got to meet his dad yeah. and his mom, of course, because yeah. his mom and dad were actually going to get back together. Wow. After all After that 21 time. years. And, and he, plus. Yeah. 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 And he, he told me, one of the things that stuck with me yeah. is that he told me, he says, you know, he says, he said, I never stopped loving your mother. Yeah. I just didn't know how to. Oh, boy. He said, we, we had troubles. We yeah. had problems. And we didn't know how to work them out. Yeah. And there wasn't anybody to go see. Or help, yeah. Yeah. For help. There was no other answer. If you didn't yeah. know, if you didn't yeah. just figure out how to do it. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Did your mom ever remarry? <laughs> three Sorry. times. I think that's a yes. Sorry. Yeah. 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 I mean, a three times strike there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I met your mom. She's a lo- she was times. a lovely, lovely woman. Oh, I'll she crack was precious. up. Crack up. Precious. Loved her boy. Yeah, you were an only child, Ernie. Oh. No, you would have thought so. I know because she doted over you like you were her only. Yeah. yeah. How many brothers and sisters do you have? I had an older brother and two younger sisters. Yeah, so it's four of y'all. Yeah. Same as Darlene's family was four, but it was three girls. Three girls and, and my one brother. boy. Yeah. Right, and your dad committed suicide. Yeah, when I was two and a half. Wow. Yeah, he had issues, you know. He was raised by a very horrible human being. Yeah. His mother was a lovely woman, but, yeah, yeah, there was just a lot of, you know, and back then you didn't get Mm -hmm. help, you know, unfortunately. How many kids were in your family? Four? Four. And you you were the second? I'm the second. Right. So how young were your little brothers and sisters? Oh, my younger brother was just a baby. Yeah. And my youngest sister is a child from another father. I see. 
Yeah. So he he took his life when he had little children. Huh? Oh yes, and oh, you know actually my mom thought that maybe when my brother was born, yeah, you know it would help a little bit. But he had a lot of issues. My father was a very successful businessman. Yeah. He had a couple three businesses going yeah. on at the same time. Wow. So it kind of runs in the blood. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, he he did go to my mom two weeks before, hmm. and he said, "I'm really going to try hard." Wow. But he had a drinking issue. You know, he drank and he was. Yeah. So neither one of your families were believers or in the church at all? Oh, boy. Ernie, tell him about your little grandmother. That's hard because you can't can't do that. Yeah? No, no, not where my family's from. They're they're a very special group of people. Yeah. They're called Hillbilly Baptists. Yep. Where they breathe hard and spit. Once yeah, and saved and spit when they when they preach. Yeah, I've been to that church. And uh, it's very hard. You know, they're they're yeah. very hard in what they believe. Yeah, they believe what they believe, and they think that they're for sure going to heaven, yeah. and nobody else is. Yeah. So that turned you off as a child, or for the longest time I gotcha. ran from the church. Yeah. For, now, yeah. I, but you know, I always had a respect. I knew who God was. Sure. I knew He was out there, but I didn't know Him as my Lord and Savior. Sure. Sure. And, you know, I remember um, one of the biggest things that pushed me away for the, the last push away, uh, I was in high school. Um, I was actually dating an African-American girl at the time. It was 1971. Well, you're on the cutting edge of societal evolution, man. Okay. But he had a little grandmother. Yeah, who was? Oh man, fire, firecracker, full of Jesus. Did not really know about the Holy Ghost yeah. or the Holy Spirit, really. Right. But trust me. Yeah, she probably she did. Prayed and yeah. prayed and prayed. Yeah. And oh, she knew God, and she was a prayer warrior. She, she loved the Lord on yeah. her knees huh. every night, every oh, night, her. calling and out to the Lord. Every grandchild. And I was there name. hearing it. And Ernie, I remember Ernie saying to me, "Babe, I am so sorry," Ugh. because. I was raised Catholic, yeah. so and not even and halfway Catholic. Yeah. Because when my dad killed himself, my mom stopped going to church. Catholic in name only. Well, yeah. I, I did all the things, though. Yeah. I did them. The steps yeah. were there. Right, know. right. But his little grandmother, when we got back from Japan after we got saved in yeah. Japan, yeah, yeah she right. was she hit her knees. Wow. And she probably prayed, prayed you into heaven. Oh, she oh, probably yeah. got you She's saved for sure. Him. Yeah. Right. Because see, that <laughs> whole time of in Japan thing. We we were sep- we weren't separated in that, but he had to go to Japan on his own. Yeah, and then I, we were going cross country on another trip. Yeah, <laughs> we we went to Vegas and you know all yeah. kind of places on the way over, yeah. and yeah. he was had to he had to ship you out. You had a of, real hard life during. Oh, uh, God's been good. Um, yeah. We we lived in you know we lived in North Carolina. I had a great. I was a hairdresser. Yeah, the lady that worked next to me was a United Pentecostal girl. Come on, Jesus. Teasing that hair up. Mm-hmm. Stack it up high. Yep. And long skirts. I got a lot as of long with you, as the skirts were as long as the hair high. Mm-hmm. Although the men could go to church with, you know, gold and mm-hmm. all these beautiful clothes. And yeah. the women looked like dogs. Yeah. But anyway, she she was a very big part of our lives. Yeah. Um she never slammed us about anything. Nothing. And I was I was We were out there. A little out there. Yeah. You know. And even though I was in the Marine Corps, I was still out there. We were still out there. As soon as I took that uniform up yeah. and hung yeah, it up. Yeah, it was different. Yeah. Partay. <laughs> it, was a, it was a before yeah. Jesus, but yeah. it was 
you know, sin is good for a period of time. Yeah, he wears out. And it does wear out, and it does, you pay the price. Yeah, we were moving through that, actually. Yeah. we got to tell sort of when you met, though, which I think is really interesting. Oh. You came to North Carolina on vacation. On a vacation. Which is like the theme of your life. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, I talk to Dolly, she's always, I'm about to go on vacation. Yeah. Every conversation I have with you, that word comes up. Ernie was stationed in like Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like time out. He was stationed in Jacksonville, and my girlfriends and I had a time to go on a vacation, and we wanted yeah. to go to the beach. And yeah. so my girlfriend's older brother was stationed down there. Yeah. And when we got down there, which took us forever, but when yeah. we got down there... So you drove from Connecticut all the way to North Carolina? Yeah, on a brown paper bag. Back in the day, there was no GPS. Oh, you, you drew the map? Right. <laughs> They gave us directions, and we get down there, and we're going down the round, How medium, around, around the, way. the world. Oh, I have no idea. GPS. I have no idea. You All remember, I know you're like, is, I'm going. I'm not sure how I'm going to get there, but someday I'll get there. Police yeah. pulled us over, three yeah. girls, and it was like 11:30 at night, you know, yeah. in the Marine Town. We don't. Oh, you know. they're thinking this is yeah. trouble. Yeah. And so my girlfriend showed him the map and said, "We can't find my brother's house." <laughs> Here's the paper bag. Here's the paper bag we got here. On the cops were, of course, dying. Uh. <laughs> but anyway, when the next day we went to the uh, the Marine Corps base, and we were so upset because we were expecting it to be Gomer Pyle, you yeah, know? That's yeah. all we knew about I Marines. Know. How right. else do we know? Yeah. But there was these beautiful brick buildings, and yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, that's not So what about seven boys came out of the office, you know, surrounding the car. And he was one of them? He was one of them. Uh, but I wasn't so much liking him so much oh, at the time. Oh. No, there was another one. Really? Another oh, boy. really? <laughs> <laughs> that I was a little more like, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. New York City boy. So what played? Yeah. The, what made the difference? Mm. Oh, this is tough because he had um, he had some availability of product that I was looking for. Gotcha. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> Use your imagination. Yeah, but not too much. Well, no, he, and they brought it. over a couple of cases, of beer, and so yeah. Raymond opened the door, and there was four or five guys. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I've, I've never had you guys at the house, but come on, come in. on in, hey. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Yeah. So we just, you know, hung out and we had yeah. fun. And, and Ernie and I, when we met, it yeah. was that, huh, babe? Yeah. About yeah. the moms, our moms. Yeah. And yeah. I was going to college and yeah. he was probably one of the only guys that ever said to me, wow, that is really cool that yeah. you're going to go to college. Yeah. Where'd you go to college? Oh, well, I went to uh, Springfield Technical Community College for mm -hmm. courtroom stenography. Yeah. And then I got accepted into nursing school. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Because courtroom stenography was not going to be my thing. Yeah. To sit in a courtroom and never talk. Yeah. And be quiet. I, I would fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so when I met Ernie, he told me that was such a, you know, and so anyway, long story, got accepted into nursing school and then I moved to Hawaii. Yeah. So what year did you get married? You met 78. in 75. 78. And you got married in 78. So you guys were there for the bicentennial. Yes. Which was a big deal back when I was oh, young. It was huge. The whole nation celebrated for a year. We in Hawaii. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it yeah? Was, yeah, it was So fun. you got married in North Carolina. And no, then, no, no. Got married in Connecticut. In, oh. uh, at home. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then from there you moved to, to Hawaii? <laughs> no. no. Okay. Okay, so let's right, start this whole then. thing then. Because yeah. we moved to Hawaii. I moved to Hawaii when we first got together. Okay. Then we got stationed in North Carolina. Again. Right. Yeah, but that was for with me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, second time for him, but with me. And then we got married in Connecticut. I see. And then we were still living in North Carolina. Got you. Then we went to Japan. Yeah. Then California. Then Virginia. Oh, then my. North Carolina. Right then here. New Orleans. Oh, wow. How long were you in Hawaii then? Two years. 
He was two years. I was about a year and a couple of months, huh, right. babe? Yeah. Right. Man, that's hard to be stationed in Hawaii. It's just... Well, we were always poor, Yeah. but it was fun. Yeah, you were there. I mean, beach. Well, yeah. it was, you know, I think when you come up poor, yeah. you learn how to make things... Yeah. ...to get through. It wasn't right. that you had to have... Yeah. $10,000 a week right. to have a vacation. Yeah. You figured out how to have a vacation mm-hmm. without having to spend a lot of money. Yeah. And, and it was easier, too, because I was in the Marine Corps. So yeah. when I got there, at least I had a place to stay and had food to eat. That's it, which is the basics of life. And the so, beaches are all free in Hawaii. Right? Yes. Yeah. So as long as I didn't have her now, I was good to go. I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Ernie but, was raised very poor. Yeah. Like, I'm talking... I, I was raised by a single mom, but my mom worked very hard. Now, his mom worked, too. But because my father died, there was a different situation, you know. Um, We always lived in a nice home. My Mm -hmm. mom could do it all. I'm not kidding. She was very talented. But Ernie's family, they were poor. Like, they had no food to eat. Yeah, wow. One pair of pants all his life, you know. Like, I mean, you know, I'd say, like, babe. All my life. But... Oh, you know when mom used to buy you the silly putty or mom yeah. used to buy you bubbles, you know, yeah. when we were yeah. kids, right? Yeah. yeah. He never had any of that stuff. Wow. And I'm like, I never wow. believed him. I was like, come on, man. Who yeah. who doesn't have a freaking silly putty? Know. You know? It's, it's a like, nickel. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But it was true. They didn't have anything. Yeah. So you would have thought he would have been a very stingy, kind of greedy. Yeah. But he was never like yeah. that. I was it's, thankful. It's so crazy. I don't need anything. I know. It's amazing what you discover in poverty. Like, you can get by with almost nothing. And then when you do have something, you think, man, this is a lot. I don't need all of this. It, it does something it to your you get, yeah, It you, can ruin you. It yeah, could. You, you get you to the point. Yeah, it gets yeah. to the point where, you know, like, um, you know, you try to yeah. basically. Yeah. You know, there's only a yeah. couple of things now in my life that yeah. I'm interested in. So What year were you? Yeah, a balance, and that's a big I'm sorry, part of I didn't life. Mean to no, no, but you're but right. It's balance. It is, yeah. and I think we can learn a lesson from every whether it's poverty or prosperity. You can learn the truth, and it can bring balance to your life if you take the good away from it. You know, out of it. Definitely. What year did y'all go to um, Japan? You remember? Eighty. Eighty. So this is September where 80. you guys met the Lord, right? Yes. So that little us, Pentecostal lady yeah. had a lot to do with that. Tell, tell us about how this happened. How, how did y'all come to faith in Christ in Japan, of all places in the world? When we got over there, uh, I was over there a few months before. Um, and of course, I had to get a place. <clears throat> I was not sponsored. My yeah. Unaccompanied tour. Or not yeah. sponsored, which gotcha. means... I had to pay for everything out of my pocket. I see. Ticket, all that stuff to get over there. Um, at the time, I liked to play cards, so I played poker. Yeah. And earned some extra money. Brought her over. The house that we got, because we had the whole house, it was built by the Australians after World War II. Hmm. And uh, so we took over... The gentleman's lease. It's the way it was done over there. Another right. military and guy. And we yeah. had the furniture in the house, oh, everything. Wow. Oh, nice. Just just moved in. Yeah. Um, and when we got in the house, there was a little Bible there called The Way. Hmm. You remember that Bible? I don't. From it's a hippie Bible. Yeah. 
Really? It was from a long time ago, the late 70s, actually. Apart from the Jesus movement? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, she had been reading it before that time. And I had already known about Jesus. Just had never been taught about his love. Mm -hmm. It was all hell. It was always the punishment. Hellfire and brimstone, isn't that what they call it, babe? Mm -hmm. But uh, so I got her over there somewhere around February. I don't know what it is about February. It's the time she comes over all the time. <laughs> Just I guess happens to be the pattern. Ba- yeah. Valentine's Day, I guess. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Um, so she came over, and we stayed then until Year. September. Mm-hmm. And um, we were just, like, hanging out and going out. She got a little job on base, uh, and she met some Christian people out in town, some other Marines that were going to a church that the pastors the pastors were missionaries. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm having trouble getting from where. What, what country were the pastors from? The United States. Oh, oh yeah, they were they were U.S. missionaries to Japan. Wow, the Lord sent them all the way from. Oh, America let me tell you to... something. Those people, the Yizis. But anyway, Mr. And Mrs. they Gizzi. came over. Their original intent, they were on their way to uh, China. Yeah, they got just past Hawaii, and they had to turn them around, and send them back to Hawaii. Yeah. And gave him a choice to learn Chinese yeah. or pick a whole nother. China closed the doors. Yeah. China closed. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. But So they picked Japan? They picked, picked Japan. Japan. Wow. They had been there since. Yeah, they had been there 35 years, 50s. huh, babe? That They raised their children, all five of their children. This is in 1980? Mm-hmm. So they'd been there for since... Since communism yep. took over China, yes. that's why they got turned around and they went to Japan. Wow. Man. And they had been there the whole time, and they were wonderful. Loved the Lord like you yeah. would not believe. Oh, they were wonderful. What was their names? Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Gizzy. Vince and Virginia. Gizzy? Gizzy. Wow. They from were where? from, they were actually from California. California, because their children, some of their children still live there. Oh, live, my gosh. Working for all the Japanese. And they started the church? <laughs> They started a small church because the church on base is non, you know, it's yeah. pretty much. It's uh, interdenominational, yeah. yeah. And he's, they were Baptists. Yeah. I mean, heavily, yeah. you know. But uh, when I got, I actually got saved in the living room yeah. there because the, the little Pentecostal friend, yeah. you know, she had sewed that Bible into yeah. our lives. And, wow. and I was reading it some and, uh, you know, that's a whole nother story. But yeah. anyway, when we got there, that same Bible was there. And I met this family. And as Ernie said, it was military. I worked there, so I saw these people all the time. And this right. young man was so, so good to his wife and kids. And that wasn't yeah. something I was exposed to much as a yeah. child. Yeah. You know, so it impressed me. Yeah. And we became talking, you know, yeah. and she invited us to the house. And I remember going to her house, seeing scripture all over the wall. I'm like, yeah. what is this? You yeah. know, why do you do this? And yeah. she said, I got to learn. She said, and this is the only way I can learn. So I was yeah. like, okay. So they invited me to a function for ladies. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. Because this is after, in the living room, I did get saved. Because yeah. I said, okay, Lord. At her house? Obviously, no, in my own house, in by house. myself. Oh, wow. Yeah, because that Bible had been there. Mm. And I, you know, the Lord was just working. Yeah. yeah. 
And because we were pretty out there at that time. Right. We were pretty out there. Yeah. The both of us. Yeah. On separate planes. But yeah. believe me, it, was, it wasn't good. But anyway, yeah. uh, I actually, you know, got on my face before the father and said, OK, yeah. if you're real, I wow. need to know. And then the gizzies that kind of got into our lives. We Ernie at the time was not happy. Mm-hmm. that I was going to church. Wow. He was not happy. He was very angry at me. And I remember it was a Sunday, and I had to work that morning. It was Father's Day. I had to work that morning on the base, and I came back, and we had some lunch together. And I said, look, pal, we had been together already like six years. Yeah. I said, you know, we really were very good friends. We did everything together. You know, we were eight years before we had our children, so mm-hmm. we had a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, this is something in my life. I don't think it's going to work yeah. if you're not on board because I'm, I'm, I'm different. Yeah. You know, I was different. I really was. Yeah. And so I asked him that day because I knew it was going to cause a fight. But I said, why don't you come to church with me tonight? And Boy, man, did we have a... <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> oh, was man, that a fight? It was a, it was a roll around. But he went. Yeah. He oh, decided to go. I went. And he got saved. And I got saved that night. Oh, my gosh. Mr. Gizzy was the there. The old rugged cross. Yep. Singing that song, huh, Bob? Singing the old rugged cross. Oh, boy. What a testimony, and Ernie. That's why when I have to laugh when sometimes you guys get up when, you know, you talk about the old rugged cross or mm-hmm. something. And I love it. The, honestly, the old rugged cross is one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was definitely one. I, I sing it all the time. Yep. It's one of my personal and, favorites. Uh, I know for a while there was a, there was a time that Rachel was doing a, a remix of I don't I can't remember was, it, was part of it with the old rugged cross. Amazing Grace. Amazing, Amazing Grace. Grace. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd get saved every time. I, I know, right? You get right with Jesus <laughs> all over again. <laughs> I know it, man. But I we know. did. We renewed our vows there too. Yeah, did because yeah. you know because we were kind of a mess. Yeah, should, on our first wedding. Y'all both got baptized in Japan. Oh no! Well. We got baptized in water yeah. in Japan. Yeah. In the Kintai River. Oh wow. I'm Bubba. Yeah, remember that? Wow. I just remembered that. That's so great. Yeah. And then when we went to North we got stationed in Japan, uh, Hawaii. No, excuse me. Please forgive me. California. Yeah. After that it was California. Yeah. And the little Pentecostal girl? Yeah. We when we we kind of hung out with them because I had to go to school for 2 weeks. Yeah. yeah. Before we went to Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. But before that, Mary, uh, that's her her name, and we're still very close now, Um, she gave me a little book on the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And she said, because she was so thrilled, of course, that we got saved. Mm -hmm. She said, but if there comes a time when it's a little dry, I want you to read this. Yeah. Of course, I don't wait. What a wise friend. Yeah, yeah, she still is to this day. Um, So I read the book. Didn't quite understand what it Mm -hmm. was. Yeah. But I kind of yeah. understood a little bit of that I wanted yeah. more if the whole, you know, because <clears throat> we went to um, Calvary of Costa Mesa, Chuck yeah. Smith's church. Uh, been there. Yeah. He dedicated our first child. No way. I went to see him because I knew who he was yeah. long before he, he retired and you know, moved on into his eternal reward. But man, what a church. 10,000 people. Yeah. Parking surfboards outside, yeah. shorts and I know it. tennis. I mean, no socks, yeah. no he nothing. That Laurie was the day. To, I mean, he led Greg Laurie to the Lord too. Yeah. You know, so he dedicated our first child. But we yeah. taught a class on Friday nights there to single parent youth. 
Wow. Sixth, sixth and fifth and sixth graders. Wow. So God, you know, it is so cool. Yeah. We actually have been involved in the church yeah. since we got saved. Yeah. In oh, the yeah. children's ministry. In children, wow. some, some way. Yeah. I love that you guys were part of Calvary Costa Mesa. I mean, yeah, what a, what that a, was awesome. What a legendary church. And you know, right? Mr. Gizzy, because he was so staunch Baptist, was funny. said, you now you be that. careful yeah. because you when know you there's a California. lot of stuff going on in California. <laughs> there's a lot of crazy stuff. A lot stuff. of crazy stuff. <laughs> they talk about that speaking in tongues and all. Oh, you know, yeah. Everything. Y'all fell right into it. <laughs> well, so we've seen a lot of it by going to different places we've sure. gone. Yeah. Yes. And, I mean, it, it's tough. Because, you know, I know you said the different things about what we've done in our lives. Yeah. We keep turning back around to the church, but that's what oh, our yeah. lives revolve Really Absolutely. became after that. That's we, all we are. We never, we, we were always in church. And, you know, I talked to you about the tithing mm-hmm. thing. With, uh, we've never not tithed. Yeah. Never. Never. Right. Not one time ever. And God has always moved us. Every time we get to a point. Yeah. Okay, you, now, boom, we got the Holy Spirit in California. Yeah. Guess what? There was no more classes. We moved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got to Richmond, Virginia. We got to well, we got to North Carolina. That's where we weeks. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's when we, we got received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Oh my goodness. Went to Richmond, Virginia, and it was a church. We had a two-year in-depth teaching about the works of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it was Come awesome, on, man. It was really cool God the way God worked. World. Yeah. Like, two, that's two, two years yeah. after that, then we went back down to North Carolina yeah. into a different church yeah. about just the servanthood. Yeah. It just it was over and over. Yeah, it's like it's always done. Almost like there's a creator in the universe. Yeah, like somebody's a got a plan. Yeah. yeah, maybe there is a God. When we uh, <laughs> when we got baptized in the Holy Spirit, it was at that United Pentecostal Church because yeah. Mary yeah. was still going there, mm-hmm. you know, and. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> they were having a revival. Yeah. So we went, and Amber was just uh, six months old. Right. And the first night of the revival, I I not I did not get, I didn't get, receive anything. Yeah. And I was mad. Yeah. So I went home and I told Mary, so "I'm not going back. I, yeah. I don't care." <laughs> I went once. Nothing happened. I'm done. <laughs> I got. I got she's like, this. okay. Well, then of course she prayed and, yeah. and asked. She said, "Come on, come on back, okay?" Yeah. So we went back the next night. And within five minutes of each other, yeah, bam. I mean, it was all over us. So the, the pastor's wife, who, honest to goodness, I was never very fond of. Not that it was, I didn't, not that it's like didn't like her. It was just some things yeah. that I was not comfortable with. And yeah. she said to my Amber, yeah. as a little baby, oh, now your mom's really saved. Oh, boy. And I was well, like, that, that'll so offend really you. Heaven now. Yeah. That'll offend you. I said, well. Kind of thought I got saved a couple of years. Yeah. But anyway, what ended up happening is when we went, to, because I was thrilled, we did get filled with the Holy Spirit. We prayed. I did too that night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boom. Uh, yeah, he was willing that night. Um, we went to Richmond, and I just thought that maybe that's where we needed to go, was the yeah. United Pentecostal Church. Yeah. you know. Yeah. So we ended up going. We met a couple, yeah. and we knew, I knew, this yeah. was not good. Yeah. I was a hairdresser at the time, yeah. and I was kind of out there yeah. still, you yeah. know, kind of like that wild, like, yeah. mm-hmm. hair coloring. and Sure. You know, makeup wasn't a problem. Right. It, you know, and then this guy's in there <laughs> talking about how it's a sin to wear this and a sin to do. I'm like, oh. Yeah. There was something there. I didn't, yeah, you know, about, felt like yeah. it was weird. Yeah. So we went home, and we Plus prayed. Too, what we had trouble with was the system of 
the men and the women had different rules. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the legalism is very strong. Very and, strong and there. You know, yeah. well, Mm-hmm. You know, this doesn't make sense. I yeah. mean, you can there be a was, dummy and figure this one out. Yeah. We were having just yeah. issues come up, huh, babe? It was yeah. just, just both of us, not right. just yeah. me, but yeah. him too, because he didn't like it. Yeah. Because Ernie was always very supportive of me. Yeah. Because he loved me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> he still likes me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but really. I love you too. Still. Yeah, you still love me too, babe. We went to a church that we heard about, and it was a storefront. Yeah. And there was two pastors. And uh, they were co-pastors, and they were awesome. And we prayed, huh, babe? We prayed that day and said, Lord, you know, if this is where you really think we need to go so we can learn. Mm -hmm. I want to learn about the Word. Yeah. I said, tell us. Show us somehow. Yeah. So behind us was a couple, Shirley and uh, Ed Long, and they were older at the time. Yeah. Okay. And we were just standing in church, you know. Right. And I'm not telling you that it was anything, like, mystical, but I'm telling you, when the Holy Spirit hit us, yeah. you knew. We knew. They knew. Yeah. Now, we didn't jump or yeah. yell, or, but it was just so evident. Yeah. So we ended up there. And uh, Mr., the, the pastors there, they, oh, man, they were wonderful guys. Yeah. But, Rick and... No, that was in Jacksonville, Rick, honey. These guys, remember? It's hard because there's yeah. been so many. Trust yeah. me. There's what been so many. What city is this in? Richmond, Virginia. Okay. So then, babe, why don't you tell them about your I and I duty that you got canned of the in the Marine Corps again, got in trouble. No, that's not a good story. <laughs> no, it's really it, it's kind it of, is a good story because the way God turned it around. Oh yeah. It's just because God turned it around. I, yeah. I pushed. Uh, I had been promised a duty, mm-hmm. and I didn't get it like I was supposed to, and. <clears throat> But they wanted you to falsify things. Hmm? They wanted you to falsify things for the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so the I recruit. got there and I yeah. got this duty anyway. Yeah. And I wound up that, you know, when I got there, things were, they, they were doing things wrong. Yeah. I mean, fraud. Wrong. Mm. And I said, I can't do this. I said, now this is what we could, this is how you can legally do all of this stuff. And we'll get these bad guys taken care of mm. down the line. But we're not going to reward them until then. Yeah. And I started moving them. You know, I started getting everything sorted out. And I put all the paperwork in, and, boy, I had a stack of them. That, you know, those are good guys. You can't do that to them because they were, basically they wound up getting bad discharges. Mm. I said, well, you know, I'm not responsible for him being rewarded yeah. with what he worked so hard for. Just getting him that. Let him go. And the captain wound up saying no. And he put the paperwork in and said that I did. I was the one that did. Oh, boy. He, kept, he got All canned. Wrong, wrong stuff. Oh, boy. So they blamed they you for something me. that you didn't do. They canned me and mm-hmm. had me work. Uh, Amy was... Two days after my baby was born. And, baby, Andrea, baby, yeah. Andrea. God let us stay there until the baby was born. Yeah. And that's all they gave me was till two days after wow. Darlene gave birth. Yeah. And they moved me to Camp Lejeune again. And I got down there and I fought and fought and it didn't do any good. And I, I was like, man, this is crazy. 
Um, so I wound up going into a place and uh, I walked in for an interview, you know, because of course the traffic was out there on the messages that here's the situation yeah. this guy's coming from. He's not a good Marine. Yeah. And that's what I was labeled. Mm. And the major that I wound up going in for an interview with, I knew that name sounded familiar. Hmm. And I just couldn't place it. He said, because that name didn't go with the Watt, Ernie Watson that I knew. Wow. And we had served together a few years before for four or five years. Yeah. So he knew how I did business. Yeah. And he knew that I would never right. commit fraud or anything. So he said, well, I got two really, really, really bad units. He says, I'd like you to take one of them, get it squared away. He said, but I really need you to do this one. Thank God, it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I went down there, and I worked on it. And the reason I'm going to tell you that about that is because I was there, um, I replaced a, a gunnery sergeant with one rank higher than me at the time. And she had a little baby, and when I went in there, she was sitting here at her desk, and the baby's sitting here in a chair in a stroller. Yeah. Said, what the heck is this? How are you going to do your job? And then the officer was doing stuff that was contributing directly to the fraud. Yeah. Now there was fraud going on here. I went from a place and they're sitting to me into one. Like, Lord, what am I, what have I done that you're, you know, am I being punished for something? <laughs> and I did, you know, yeah. I'm like, yeah. hey, you know, I don't understand this. And then, so I, I fought and I said, don't, don't worry about it, just do your job. Yeah. And I started doing my job. And, my job, part of my job was fixing errors in people where they had been done an injustice yeah. by the Marine Corps for some administrative fault like I had. Yeah. I did 34 packages, different people, in 36 months. And all but one of them was approved. Yeah. People got back pay and promoted, yeah. all kinds of stuff. And I kept trying to do my package. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Hmm. It just didn't come out. I'm like, well, okay, what you know, other than if I have to stay a staff sergeant until I retire, yeah. Then that's what I'll do. I really think you want me to stay in the Marine Corps Lord, so that's what I'm gonna do. They finally moved me. I almost had a I thought I had a heart attack. From my neck down, all my muscles in my body went into a spasm at one time. Mm. And I could barely walk, couldn't talk. I went by probably 75, 100 people, and they just looked at me. I went into my boss's office, finally got to my boss's office. It took two hands to be able to turn the doorknob. I got the door open and I started falling into his office. And when I started, the further I fell in, the further he came up out of his chair and the bigger his eyes got. Yeah. And I thought, 
boy, I must look bad. Yeah. <laughs> and boom, I was out. And I woke up here and, ch -ch -ch, you know, the mm -hmm. pressure cup. And the person said, oh, this has got to be broke. Yeah. In other words. Yeah. It was Marine Corps. You know? Right. So they said, this has got to be broke. And the guy said, go out and get another one. And I passed out again. And he come back in and I hear, ch -ch 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 -ch. and he said, well, this one can't be broke too. Yeah. Let's get, we got to get him to the emergency room. My blood pressure was like 240 over 180-something. Stress. Hell. And, stress. Uh, yeah, that's stress. They got me yeah. over there, put me in the emergency room, called Darlene, and lost me. Yeah. Put me in a back room and forgot where I was. What? Yeah. So I almost died, uh, but I didn't die. She got over there screaming and hollering. I could hear her boy. Yeah. I said, whoop, Darlene's here. <laughs> So anyway, she had him find me. Yeah. Got me all squared away and everything. And the doctor told me, he says, he says, Staff Sergeant, he said, I'm gonna tell you this. He said, I've seen a lot of stuff. Yeah. He was considered the number two emergency physician in the country. Yeah. And he told me, he says, I've seen a lot of stuff, but I don't know how you survived this. Yeah. But I can guarantee you this, it ever happens again. Yeah. You won't survive or not. Do you think oh, that he's was died seven your, times since. That was, a, that was about your job. Stress. Yeah. Tell them about the so, one sentence story. The one yeah. sentence story of that would be, yeah. after 36, I had to get that prepped. Yeah. Because it wound up being four years. Mm -hmm. At the end of three years, you cannot even petition yeah. to have a record corrected. I see. Mine was over four. Oh, wow. It went to headquarters, Marine Corps. They picked it up and started processing it. Yeah. They didn't even have to do anything but pick it up and throw it in the garbage. Right. But they started processing it at the time that it was taking three years yeah. to answer a package. Right. And I got an answer in six months. Man. And they gave me all my back pay, my back promotion, oh, wow. everything. What did you get promoted to? Gunnery sergeant. Oh, my goodness. Is that where you retired? Yeah. yeah. I, and I was actually selected for another promotion, but yeah. it wasn't worth Yeah, so God restored everything. They everything. Stored everything. 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 Even all your back pay, which is All huge. my back pay, all yeah. my promotion. Yeah. And the guy, I didn't say anything about anybody else. Yeah. All I did when I sent that package in, this is what cracks me up, yeah. is all the wood words I knew I wrote on there. Here is what I originally submitted. Mm -hmm. Please advise the status. Yeah, yeah. That was it. One That's sentence. All I put on it. That was crazy, huh? That is amazing. And that was that God worked that through. That's and amazing. And they wound up because of that. Wow. Then I really got in trouble. Yeah. Because everybody that were sister units, there were seven yeah. sister units. Yeah. They were all doing it. Yeah. They were all actually yeah. committing that fraud. They went in and inspected them. They were all doing that. Oh, wow. Even the two, the command and the second command above me yeah. out there. Right. And they wound up going in at cleaning house. So the Lord really rescued you from yeah. all of that and gave it all back to you. Everything the enemy had stolen Everything from you. Everything was stolen. And then we started time. again. <laughs> How long before retirement was that? Story. Oh, the girls in, were young. They were still young. Yeah. yeah that was, I was still in Richmond, in Virginia. So no, you no, no. On. I was in North Carolina. It was 89. 
The girls were young because we ended up buying a house in Jacksonville, North Carolina. I remember he, he called the monitor, which is the person who mm-hmm. sends you places. Monitor said, you're not going to be going anywhere. Yeah. So we found a house. We had never purchased a home. We always lived in apartments, you know, right. or whatever, houses. Um, we bought a house. We had some acreage with it because we thought about the girls, you know, mm-hmm. growing up there, maybe horses, things yeah. like that, you know. Well, 20 days later, we got orders to North oh, Carolina. Boy. I mean, to New Orleans. Yeah. 20 days. 20 days. But Ernie had said, I shook the man's hand. We're buying the house. Yeah. And it was a blessing because that man's wife got very sick after that. Yeah. When they moved, he moved her to the mountains, you know, yeah. they wanted yeah. to. And yeah. she, unfortunately, she passed away. But. Yeah. So we had this house and got stationed here. <sighs> and uh, Ernie retired in 93. And we. He started teaching uh, junior ROTC yeah. at an at a inner school, Carver High School yep. in New Orleans. Sure. It was rough, but it was good. Yeah. He did a lot of things for those kids. It was the best. So many of those. Years of my life yeah, those kids. Wow. Because they didn't have anybody that loved them yeah. for who they were. And, and even the teachers there, and they were not always nice people. They yeah. were swearing at those children. And, yeah. I mean, and they're high school kids. Yeah. But still, especially, and I have to say it's true, because Ernie, I guess because of his girls, mm-hmm. he told the girls in his units, you know, yeah. I'll treat you like I treat my girls. Yeah. And that is like queens. Yeah. They are precious to That's me. That's beautiful. And there are girls, and guys too, but a lot of the girls, you know, they look mm-hmm. to him, because they, they didn't have any real, and I, I understood that. Yeah. I said, babe, they before they hit their feet to the ground, yeah. they don't have anybody that cares about them, especially right. a guy. Right. You know, a lot of them. So you taught that 12 years, that, that class? Yeah. Wow. It was a lot of opposition, a lot yeah. of problems, because yeah. he was one of two Caucasian people in the school. Yeah. And, you know, the, those kids are taught yeah. that we that Caucasian people don't love them or don't yeah. like them. Yeah. And, you know, which is really sad. Yeah. We, we were always very sad about it. Yeah. And I was sad about the poverty. Yeah. It was rough, you know. Yeah. Um, but he did a great job, I have to say. Yeah. There were girls that wrote letters. You know, yeah. if it wasn't for the gunny, yeah. I wouldn't be where I am. If it yeah. wasn't for the gunny, I'd have killed yeah. myself. If oh, it wasn't Jesus. for the gunny, I would have, yeah. you know, all those crazy things. And some of the boys, they became yeah. policemen and Marines and wow. all kinds of stuff. Nice. What year did y'all find Church of Faith? Oh, we walked into Faith Church as soon as we walked into New Orleans. Oh, so Because our church yeah. in Jacksonville, yeah. the pastors there, they knew Brother Green. Ah. So it was an easy And move. they said, hey, you got to go there. Yeah. And even though we lived on the West Bank, we yeah. commuted. Absolutely. Three times a week. Yeah. Sunday yeah. night, Sunday yeah. morning, Wednesday. Wednesday night. Yeah. That's where Jim and Diane Arnold came in. Yeah. That's how we got to meet them. And yeah. they lived two blocks from the church, so right. we spent a lot of time there. I bet. Yeah. It became like a lifelong friendship oh, for y'all, huh? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but... After all the time that Ernie served and he was in the military and he was out of the military, I've never known him not to have back, back problems. Yeah. Always had them. Had yeah. neck problems and back problems all yeah. the time. Right. No uh, one ever figured out why. Nobody could figure out what was going on. <laughs> right. You know, there was so many. He's had, he had a few surgeries even before. Yeah. Uh, but then in 2013, we found out that he had a... It was called a, it's called a chordoma, mm-hmm. which is a very rare cancerous tumor. Right. That generally goes, <laughs> that generally is in the base of the skull yeah. on most men. Right. Um, 
And if that happens, it's generally a month, you know, when they find it and whatnot, because it affects so many things. Right. Uh, Ernie's, when when the doctor did the surgery in Slidell, Mm -hmm. their lab came back negative. But he was such a wise, wonderful believer. Oh, God, I love that man. He came back and he looked at us and he said, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Dr. Epps, Joseph Epps. He said, I don't like the way it looks. I'm sending it to a separate lab. Hmm. And sure enough, came back. It was a chordoma. So that was the beginning of Ernie's Mm -hmm. walk Mm -hmm. (laughs) and our battle. Yeah. And it's been going on now for what, nine years? Yeah, really nine years. Now, he's still, you know, after that surgery with Dr. Epps, we had about a what, babe, 13 to 17 period that is years from the 13 to the 17 where he had pain but he could walk and you know we we had normal life there was no no issues okay yeah because by then we were here Mm -hmm. you know with you guys so um yeah we in 13 so the 17 so 17 it started up again Mm -hmm. it was it was coming back with a vengeance because yeah Mm -hmm. we went to the west bank to a neurosurgeon yeah and um that I was talking about it the other night when I called you and told you they ventilated him. I thought he was yeah. going to die that day. Remember? You. Oh, the guy's almost died, what, seven times? It's like... I know. We prayed that night on the phone. You thought he was gone. Yep. So that wasn't the only time, huh? No, no. It was, <laughs> it was several times, but that was the most recent, yeah. yeah. So doctor, um, the doctor, the neurosurgeon there was one of the top in that group, and we were blessed. He was a great guy. Yeah. Did the surgery, two surgeries on Ernie. And the second surgery, the spinal column kept leaking. Yeah. So there was major issues Mm -hmm. because the sheath around the column was not healing. Yeah. And he said, I can't do anything else. I need you to go to MD Anderson. You got to have that fluid around your brain. Yeah, Yeah. because the fluid, obviously. Right. Yes. If that keeps leaking. leaking out. Right. So there was issues. Yeah. But see, I had called MD Anderson a couple of years before just to find out about what Cordomas were. And yeah. for some reason, they didn't know anything about it. But then right. the people that we met after there yeah. were like, well, of course we did. But it was just the way it worked out. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know the day that you were waiting for your test results, this was like in 2013, you and Rachel were building the cafe. I don't know if you remember that day That's or not. Right. We had just rented this building for the Slidell campus. The, uh, yeah, and you came over, and you and Rachel, I was watching because I, I I'm not a good builder. But her and Ernie were building the cafe, you know, which we're still using part of it right now. But uh, <laughs> that was a day that you were waiting for them to call you back. In right? 13, wow. Yeah. Jeez. Well, uh-huh. in 17, we had those surgeries, and he said, call MD Anderson. So I did. Well, what ended up happening was as I was looking online and I found a, a video from the man at MD Anderson who was the head of the sarcoma center. Yeah. And so it was actually at John Hopkins that he did the podcast, basically. Yeah. And I watched it and I'm like, oh, my God, that's that's yeah. what I'm talking about right there. Right. I got to talk to that man. Yeah. So I called MD Anderson. And I said, I want an appointment with this man. They said, oh, well, he doesn't see people. Yeah. I mean, you know, he doesn't see patients. Yeah. He's like the big shot. I said, yeah. OK, well, I need an appointment. Yeah. Made an appointment with. Dr. Conley and Dr. Bird. Dr. Bird is an orthopedic surgeon, and Conley is the oncologist. And we still see them now. Yeah. Um, So they did a lot of testing, a lot of tests, had a couple of surgeries at MD Anderson. Wonderful. You know, we were thrilled. Things were rolling along. And actually, Dr. Bird came in and said, 
we can cut out part of your spinal column. Now, yeah. Ernie was still walking. Right. So that was like, what? Yeah. He said, what'd you say? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Because when you walk and someone says you can't, then yeah. it's, you know. It's a big a it's choice, a big decision. Right? It's a choice, right? Yeah. It's like, come right. on. Right. So another two and a half years went by, 2019, Dr. Bird said, I don't know what else to do. Yeah. We're not, if you don't, I couldn't walk well, then. you couldn't walk then. That's right. Because the nerve damage became yeah. so severe. He, he could not walk it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He was a little bit, a little bit at a time, but yeah. we noticed it. And I remember him almost oh. falling. And I said, that's it. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. we, we got to go back. So we yeah. had to go back again. Right. When did you have the surgery, Ernie? That surgery, that big surgery. That's what I call the big surgery. Yeah, they took part of your spine out. There's yes. nothing bigger than that. Yeah. Right. It was twenty December twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. And uh, I didn't find out until actually January of this year. Yeah. That the doctor said, Doctor Bird said, you know, Ernie, we didn't really even expect you to come in for the surgery. Oh, really? Yeah. We did not that expect bad. you to live that long. Oh, my word. Oh. They didn't know Ernie very well then. Well, they didn't know the so, Lord, apparently, because yeah, uh, you know, like, I shouldn't done. say that because Dr. Bird does. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's Catholic or, you know, yeah. whatever, but I know he loves the Lord, so yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Um, I don't ever question where they go to church. Sure. I just like to know they do. Yeah. would be good, a good thing. Yeah. Um, that was the first time I almost died at MD Anderson. Right. Yes. And that so that surgery probably saved your life then, huh? Or, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because, see, the cordon, there was no way to get rid of the cells. Yeah. See, even if you take the tumor out. It was always there. there he yeah. said, I've yeah. taken it out twice, and it's yeah. coming back, and yeah. it's now coming back. Yeah. So because Ernie was already in the wheelchair, um, and our life had changed, yeah. you know, of course, the lifestyle of, uh, had yeah. changed. Right. Um, this surgery has never been done in the world. Yeah. There was a time when they cut someone's spine in Italy. It was a young lady, but they never did this because we didn't have 3D printers. Yeah. They created a spinal column in the 3D printer. Yeah. Now, it didn't, of course, have the nerves sure. or anything like that, but they cut out probably about that much. Yeah. And, and they wow. created that in the printer. Yeah. And then by GPS, yeah. Dr. Bird showed me the GPS he followed. Yeah. And it took him months. Yeah. To design this. Months. So it wasn't on the back of a paper bag anymore. Not on the paper bag. <laughs> nope. Uh -huh. It was a real... A real yeah. thing. Yeah. And so then they took the tibia bone out of his leg. Wow. Wrapped that around that yeah. prosthetic. And it... Because that was going to bring blood yeah. into the column. Yeah. You know. Wow. So... You're like a bionic man. Right? Yes. Yeah. God knows. You have a 3D printed spine. That's so they a, took a lot of veins yeah. and... A lot, of stuff, a lot of stuff around, and yeah. his whole body. I mean, yeah. I told him, I said, "Man, why didn't you take out like his gallbladder and his yeah. all that stuff?" Because he had to have a gallbladder surgery since. Yeah. I'm like, buddy, you had everything out. Why didn't you just you put that stuff in yeah. that only had to be? But yeah. they seriously, we have pictures of the surgery. Yeah. yeah. And this tumor, and this man is not a very big man, so it's, yeah. but his hand's probably a little bit bigger than mine. But it's yeah. he's holding it like this with yeah. the bone in it yeah. and everything. It's wow. pretty amazing. That is. And uh, so anyway. They put that all back together, and uh, ever since then, Ernie's had major issues because he had to have a leg amputated. Right. Which is, I don't yeah. need to laugh because, yeah. but it's better to laugh than cry. Yeah. We had uh, quite a bit of time with that thing, huh, babe? Yeah. That leg, I mean, the 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 the, the, the aorta, no, the femoral artery was yeah. going to blow. Yeah. 
and, and that was, and that was, that was here. That, <laughs> was, that was, was like a couple years. That was just like recently. a year and a half ago, a yeah. couple of years ago. Yeah. So the doctor here, died. who, that was another time he almost died, uh, the plastic surgeon yeah. from the VA. Yeah. He, was a, he actually worked next door at the U, 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 university, yeah. the right. new charity. Yeah. And so he was there, and he knew that this was going to happen. And you know, they called me, and I'm like, "Hey, man, <laughs> I'm not making the decision to take his leg. I, yeah. That doesn't have anything to do with me." Yeah. And uh, so I'm on the phone with Diane Arnold, mm-hmm. and I'm crying, of course, like a lunatic. Yeah. And so um, I don't know, maybe Jimmy called you or something. Somebody called Ernie and told him I was totally out of control. Yeah. Couldn't get myself together. Yeah. And so he called me from. The emergency from the yeah. hospital room, yeah. like going into surgery. Wow. He said, what's going on? I'm like, babe, I, I can't do this. I can't. I'm not you. You're going to have to and make up your mind. she was talking to. Yeah. It was so. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. We're yeah. talking. I'm not starting it piece by piece. Is this what you're yeah. going to do? I said, just take both legs. What yeah. the heck? You yeah. know, and they're, all, yeah. they're like, no, no, it, it's just one. I'm yeah. like, like yeah. just one. Yeah. So anyway, on the way into the emergency um, surgery, yeah, the artery blew. Oh boy! At the doorstep. I mean, if they hadn't had the blood there and all that stuff. The doctor said that it actually blew up. It exploded. He yeah. said. Wow. He said, "If you're going to tell a story, tell yeah. it right." It yeah. did not burst. So yeah. they can't <laughs> clamped him off and took his leg. So wow. They clamped it, and that's what one of the uh, one mm-hmm. of the, what they call them. Uh, Baby doctors, you know, the ones that are just Residents. Learning. Ernie, what you've been through in the last 10 years, I don't know another human being who could have survived it and still kept the faith and the joy and the love of life. There are days. Well, it's, I'm it's sure. hard. There I'm are sure. days, especially lately. We've yeah. He's had some There's issues some because he's in so much pain all yeah. the time. Yeah. So we're, we're coming to some decisions yeah. that um, we need to, you know, pray. Yeah. And talk about and whatnot, yeah. and we have, yeah. and we have. So it's hard, but yeah. you have to decide what what is your priority. Yeah. Give so, up or leg, not? Yeah. The leg did not define Ernie Watson. That's right. That's not who I was. That yeah. leg. Yeah. Okay. Now I can't say that you keep shaving parts off. I'm not <laughs> going to have a problem with. Yeah. It. But at the time. That's the way I felt about the leg. Yeah, I understand that. Um, when we first had the big operation, it was the first time I almost died. The, one of the veins that they moved burst. Yeah. Oh, that's my right. Arm. Forgot about that yeah. one. And I, the blood was doing this. Oh, wow. Across the room. Yikes. You could hear it. Yeah. And I was watching it going, oh, what? <laughs> well, there, All right. there goes my life. I said, yeah. guys. Yeah. Watch out. Hey, y'all see this going? Hey, y'all watching this? <laughs> and I tried, I mean, you know, I tried to grab it because, yeah. praise God, my nurse was right there. And it was a young man. Yeah. He's and strong. The physical therapist was there, and my OT was there also. Uh, so they provided assistance. But I was told if Martin they had not been standing there where they were, I would not have survived. Mm. That's the doctor told me. Yeah. And I remember, I had to get true. I want to tell this story. It was so hard because I kept passing out. 
Everything was white, white, white. It's like I was out, but it was just, everything was like a huge whiteboard. Mm. Perfectly clean white. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there looking, and way down there was a door. And I didn't see Jesus, okay? Mm-hmm. Would have been nice. Probably would have been a different story if I had seen Jesus. <laughs> yeah, probably be him. <laughs> if I'd seen him, I probably would have went to him and gone on. But I didn't see him, so I remember going down the hall, just kind of looking around, walking down. I don't know if it's a hall or just a big room. And then I'm almost to the end, and somebody called my name. And I just like, whoop. Wow. And I was back at the beginning. <sighs> and the room went away. Ernie. That's amazing. And they were talking to me. Yeah. And that happened two more times. Hmm. And last time it was my nurse, the doc, the male nurse. It's the only thing I can think is the difference is his voice. Yeah. And I came back when I did shook my head. I said, man, this is like the movies. Yeah. They're hollering at me. And if I don't listen, I'm going to go to sleep and I'm not waking up. Yeah. I will die. Yeah. And I shook my head and I said, I am not going to die. Hmm. I have things to do. Yeah. And here I am. <laughs> I think one of the purposes God has for you, and there's probably many, but you know, Tristan and Faith and Daniel. That's it. It's exactly what you're going. Yeah. It's your legacy. My boy. I saw Tristan at church yesterday. He's a man. He's a, yesterday he was a child. And now he's this grown man. He walked by me and he said, hey, Tristan, he's like, eye to eye. It's like, you were like a little boy yesterday, you know. And, I and hear, you know he came here mm-hmm. as an infant. I know. I remember when he was a baby. I remember very well. When Amber drove up in the parking lot, Mr. Pete carried him in in the basket. I remember it. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Pete. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know, man. Yeah, those are... Oh, you mixing all these emotions up in me. <laughs> oh, man, those are two great stories together. Yeah. Yeah, but isn't uh, Tristan about to graduate? Yes, he is. Yeah. And Faith is in t- sixth grade. Oh, my gosh. At Haynes yeah. Magnet School. Yeah. And Daniel, of course, I mean, he's just such a little miracle. He I got know. his kidney two years ago, what and a, now he's what, a regular little kid. What a miracle. So, uh, I don't is it a surprise about Tristan's graduation? Uh, you were telling me a story oh, earlier. No. So no. Yeah. No, that I'm taking him to Europe. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to say it till you said it. No, he knows. Look, what every boy needs a grandma like you. <laughs> That's what he always says. Everybody needs a grandma like you. Because I told like him you. the other day, I said, yeah. Bubba, remember something. If something happens to me, yeah. Yeah. you know, you got yeah. such and such and such and such. He yeah. looked at me, he said, you aren't going anywhere. Yeah, you can't. You not go anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> yeah, so, so when he graduates, you take him to Europe because he wants to see the Coliseum. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, of course, Faith wants to know where she's going. Of course. You set a precedent now. Paris. She's all about, she's like me. She's like, yeah, Faith goes to Paris. Yeah, yeah. for sure, I'm sure. Yeah. And, yeah. and you love Greece, too, don't you? I love Greece. Yeah. I could live there. Yeah. Really could. It's yeah. beautiful. If Ernie could travel to the different countries, yeah. he would be able to come. But it, it, Europe is not set up for, yeah. you know, how broken everything yeah, is. Yeah, there's and, no uh, handicap no, accessible no. laws there at all. He goes to Cancun. Yeah, heck yeah. 
That's beautiful. Every February. I've been I've been watching some of the uh, historical videos on uh, on uh, right now media about um, how the gospel went through Greece. And man, some of those buildings today are just breathtaking. You know what? It's island so is funny because it? a lot of them were mosques. Yeah, and they were Christian yeah. mosques. Back yeah. to Christian. Yeah, there's, there's been yeah. an ongoing war. I watched one video and all the roofs were blue. Uh, in one of the islands, do you know what that is? is that Santorini? What is that? Yeah, it's Santorini. Yeah, and th- there's three of them. Yeah. Uh, Mykonos. That's it. Yeah, it's Mykonos. Yeah. Man, what a beautiful, beautiful place that is. With I've the... only been to one, two islands oh, of Greece. Gosh. I haven't been to those real. Um, th- those are popular, and yeah. they're so full the, of. They're touristy. Yeah, yeah, very much so. We went yeah. to the island of Rhodes. Yeah. And Corfu, yeah. those two islands, and they're a little bit different, you know. Yeah. So. Man, I have enjoyed so much hearing your story today, Ernie and Darlene. Thank you for sharing your life with us. Anything you want to wrap up with? Any final thoughts you guys want to share before we close out? Just trust in God every minute of every day. Without Jesus, nothing's going to happen. Right. Amen. We're just uh, on a positive side. So you have to remember that no matter where you are. And you remember you're going through things. Yeah. People people get so lost now that they... They get in the middle of it and they stop. Or they yeah. give up. or yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you stop, you yeah. stopped. Yeah. Now you got to get going again. It's yeah. harder to get going, We're going through. than it is to keep well, going. Well, that'll preach. That's so good. And look, um, I know you would never tell this story, so I'm going to just tell it for you. You guys sponsored uh, one of our pastors in India. And I'm just going to brag on you for, you paid your salary for a whole year. That was just... Amazing. You know, it made a huge difference in his life. You know, he's planted 15 churches, you know. You know, we have over the years done some things like that. Yeah. I don't know how. Yeah. Truly, because we're just, we're regular people. Yeah. Okay, we're not like Mm -hmm. wealthy human beings. But the Lord gives it all back to you. Man, I'm telling you, it's been line upon line. Yeah. You guys are tithers. I, I can you, remember writing a check, yeah, writing yeah. a check, yeah. right, for yeah. a certain amount of money. Yeah. And then in five years later, looking at the, it's called, yeah. I got to yeah. write this check. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you got to understand my background with money has yeah. yeah. always been, yeah. I've always been a little tight, yeah. very stingy. Yeah. It, you know, yeah. we're like opposites in so away. many ways. Yeah, yeah I got to watch him. He'll give the whole house away. Y'all good balance away. for each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I just love your heart when you heard the need for... Uh, for the but pastor when you think about how much money that is, Pastor, I know it. You think about three grand, okay, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. I don't know. Let's yeah. just say that yeah. I, it might have been a little more or less. Yeah, but it was more. Yeah. So, but how much? Of, what do we do with three? You know what I mean? Yeah. These yeah. vacations, you know, that I go on mm-hmm. and everything. I don't spend a ton of money. Believe yeah. me, I yeah. don't. We do yeah. it so on the cheap. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And but I think that. That's how God has blessed us. That's how it is. Stuff. You know, yeah. He just gives me ideas. Yeah. And we have, over the years, been blessed. I mean, yeah. we've done some crazy stuff, flipped yeah. houses, rentals. We right. had some a oh, lot of monies involved. In right. But what lost. you guys have done, mm. you built a lifetime. You tithe. You give oh, your yes. offerings. Absolutely. You live below your means. Yep. You avoid debt. You do all of the small things right, and then it frees you up to do what God gives you the opportunity to do. I think if you can stay out of do. debt, yeah. you could be so much better off it, because you can breathe at yeah. night. That's right. It's been all the stress of trying to be you know. so effective. Yeah. Well, in you guys, the world and in God. Yeah. 
You guys have such an incredible story, beautiful testimony. I love the story how you got saved in Japan, baptized in the Holy Spirit in, U in the USA. God put you from church to church, and Boy, look we at have you now. Been. You guys are, you know, making huge, huge impacts all over the world, but more than any place in your grandchildren. And man, that is to me that is the grace of God in your life. You know, and I want to thank you so much, Darlene and Ernie, for coming in to share your story today. Appreciate it. I want um, I want you to know how grateful we are for all the great things you do for Journey. You guys are so generous to us and serve and believe and pray and give and your family, you know. And I'm honored that I'm on that stop somewhere on your world tour as Dolores <laughs> brought you around the globe, that you spent a few years here with us at Journey. Man, what a We're treasure. not going anywhere until oh, God says so. Yeah, you can't. We're, right. Sorry, this is where we end. Yeah, this, yeah. Well, we may have to move again, but if we do... Yeah only will be yeah because he says to go well thanks so much for coming in today i hope you've enjoyed the story from the watsons uh, ernie and darlene and their trip around the world but more than anything that you're inspired by their faith as they have become uh giants in the faith and live their life you know very simply but very boldly for jesus you know and i want to encourage you if you're not a believer come visit us here at journey yes. uh, you can find us online at jf.church or better yet download the journey app go to your app store type in journey fellowship church download the app it is loaded with resources and back sermons and there's a map on how to find us a small group anything that you need we want to help you become a fully devoted follower of jesus and if you live on the north shore come visit us driving directions on the app and online uh, but thank you for joining us today uh, for journey fellowship church i'm doug McAllister, and this has been stories i didn't tell last sunday <laughs>